Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. News today from WATB.TV with your host tonight, Dr. June Knight. All right, Brad, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Listen, we had a press conference this morning at the White House and they made a pretty shocking announcement. Uh, today was the first time I've heard them talking about a passport coming. Okay, uh, we're going to review this today and uh, you could not have put it at a better time because we just did the broadcast, the actual emergency broadcast yesterday. And yesterday we talked about how, uh, you know, it's coming down the pike to be mandatory possibly. And I want to tell you that today at the uh, press conference, she let it be known, the press secretary, that they are not going to make it mandatory. So I thought, well, that's pretty shocking. Then I thought about it a minute because right after that, she said, uh, we're going to leave it up to the private sector. And I thought, oh, man, now I get it. You know, God is so amazing because he says you will not be able to buy or sell. So who are the ones, Bride, that are in charge of buying and selling? It is the businesses, the corporates. I thought, wow. So uh, the reason that I believe they are not going to make it federally mandatory is because they've all merged in the UN. So it's all one big global deal. But if they can get all of the businesses to do it for them, to pressure you and tell you you cannot buy or sell. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Okay. We are going to need proof that we have had the vaccine shot because uh, at the current state, we only have a piece of paper to show that a person has been vaccinated. But being that this is global, they are searching for a global solution. We know that it will eventually be connected to the beast as a chip on the inside to be connected to the grid, the Internet of Things, which is called IOT. Which we also know is the Internet of Bodies, Internet of Medical Things, Internet of Thought we have learned how it's connected to the brain, the internet of thought, and the internet of medical things. So in other words, the chip that's on the inside, wherever it's at, is going to be connected to the beast. And this is going to relay to these businesses whether you are have had what they required or not. 
Okay. So they, if you think about it as a whole though, they have scared society so much that a person needs some sort of outside signal to other people that you are safe in the coming future. I mean, right now, Brad, we don't see much of, you know, the impact of a virus, but you picture that if something morphs into something terrible. Okay. Like, let's just say a zombie apocalypse, like the CDC has joked around, you know, that campaign that they did about the zombie apocalypse, that was just a, a marketing campaign to get movement. If you know what I'm saying, it was not a legit, we've got a zombie apocalypse coming. Okay. It was just to get some movement going to get people to actually look at their campaign. But let's just throw it out there. What if this thing morphed into something of that catastrophic nature? We can see how people would look at you and say, I have to know if you have this. I have to know if you have uh, the vaccine because I don't trust you. So there is, we all know this is coming. I mean, the Bible is just sure. The Bible is perfect. It already tells us there's going to be a sign that you have partnered with the beast. You will not be able to buy or sell. And it will be an allegiance to this system, this system as a whole. Okay, so the way that they have scared society, they're going to have to ask you, you know, please, I'm going to have to have you prove to me that you have taken this. Okay, so we all know this is coming. Okay, now the USA COVID-19 vaccine passport certificate. According to the CDC meeting this morning at the White House, the question was asked to the press secretary, what is the government or administration's current role in issuing these so-called passports or certificates? The answer was, we view this as something that the private sector is doing and will do. What's important to us, and we're leading an interagency process right now to go through these details are that some important criteria be met with these credentials. Number one, that there is equitable access. You know, equitable means they want everyone to get it. Equitable access. Okay, let's see, where is that? I lost my place. Okay, number one, that there's equitable access. That means whether or not people have access to technology or whether they don't. Privacy of the information, security of the information, and a marketplace of solutions are all things that are part of what we believe in, as is the ability for people to access this free and in multiple languages. So through my research, let me tell you, there's two different kinds that are coming on the immediate scene. Two different kinds. One is will be digital and one will be paper. And the reason is, is because some people do not have a smartphone. Now, 
as I have pointed out in previous broadcasts, they want you to have a smartphone. This is why they're giving all poor people and all elderly a smartphone because they want the apps that are attached to the internet of bodies that's on the inside of you. They want that app to connect. You know, I've, I've explained to you, Bride, about the mesh, the internet mesh. If I could show you a picture of like a mesh of a bunch of wires crossing, that's what it looks like when you walk in a room. See, the old form of internet was just a modem and your device, just one stream of, but now it's not like that. Everything is connected through 5G, which President Trump put in. Because of the 5G, which is the power to the beast, that is what is connecting everything at such a rapid pace. So you have this mesh. So when a person walks in the room and now they're connected, everything like focuses, focuses in on that like whoosh, Jane just walked in the room. Jane's vital signs are this, 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 you know, and they kind of read her like a book because it's just like a vehicle. Okay. June's vehicle just rode up at this red light and this is this and this is this and this is this. They read your vehicle. They read everything. Everything that is internet of is being read out there. Okay. So let's go ahead and continue here. Oh, so what I was saying is uh, when they say that they have privacy of the information, which means they have to figure out a way so that other people cannot steal this, which we all know is coming to the point of the bio side of it. The bio is where they put it in your body. The, uh, that is one way that they're going to push in the very near future. This is the safest way because people can steal your paperwork. So we need to just put it on the inside of you. And this way you won't have to worry about maybe get a patch or, you know, something where it will just stay in you and you don't have to worry about it again. Okay. And then security of the information, same way. Now, marketplace of solutions. I did some research today, Brad. Let me tell you what that means. Okay. If you go to this event and you go to this grocery store and you pull up at this place and this place, they may each have different, they may not all have the same solution as how to get your information from the database. Okay. So the marketplace of solutions is this thing has got to work for everything. Every place you go, it's got to be able to give the same information. So that's what that means. And what I found out through my research, it will be free. Just like the vaccine is free and all this other stuff that the beast wants for free is free, <laughs> basically. Okay, and in multiple multiple languages. Now, what is this interagency that she's talking about? Well, it's been put together by the Biden administration. The International Certificates of Vaccination of Profligates consists with applicable law, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of uh, not Health and Human Services, but Homeland Security. And I mean, yeah, it is Health and Human Services and the Secretary of Homeland Security, including the administration administrator of the TSA. 
Now, remember, Brian, that I was telling you that the transportation secretary, that's who that is, the TSA, the transportation secretary is the one that's actually over data. Because remember, I told you that data is actually under the Department of Transportation. Why? Because it travels along the information highway. If you know anything about computers, you understand Internet protocol and you understand all those different terms. Because of uh, it being traveling, it travels along the information highway on the World Wide Web. So they put it underneath the transportation department. So that's why the transportation uh, secretary is involved in this as well. Okay, and then uh, they says that they shall, in coordination with any relevant international organizations, shall assess the feasibility of linking COVID-19 vaccination to international certificates of vaccination or prophylaxis, ICVP, and producing electronic versions there you go, the electronic versions. The COVID-19 response coordinator, which works in the White House, in consultation with the assistant to the president for national security affairs and the assistant to the president for domestic policy shall coordinate the implementation of this section. The Secretary of State, the Secretary of HHS, the Secretary of Transportation, and the Secretary of Homeland Security shall update the COVID-19 response coordinator on the program within seven days of this order. This was according to his executive order. That is what I'm reading from. Okay, now CNN says, White House, Pre talking about today, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said, Monday there will be no federal mandate requiring every American to obtain a vaccine credential, and there will be no centralized universal federal vaccinations database. You know, that kind of rubbed me a little bit when I heard that because I've been teaching you, Bride, how they use their words. And I, I've been teaching you how you have to understand their language. We have to talk like they talk in order to understand what they are saying. So I've been teaching you about centralized, decentralized. I've been teaching you about modernization and all of the different terms that they're using to describe how they're merging. So I'm going to explain it to you in just a minute what she means by centralized. So when, a, when the average American Joe read, you know, listens to her, they're going to say, oh, okay, well, this is safe because, you know, uh, they're not going to have a database and, you know, they're not going to they're not going to make anything mandatory. So it just sounds really good. No, they absolutely have a database. They do have a database. And what they're saying is the federal government may not make it mandatory, but everything you buy and sell will be mandatory. OK, so let's go ahead. She also said the White House expects the private sector. Here you go to drive a determination or development of a vaccine passport or whatever you want to call it. So it is the private sector that will drive this. 
President Joe Biden has predicted that life in the U.S. could be back to normal by Christmas. And I thought, how does CNN know Christmas? Because did he not tell us, oh, you know, if you will all get the V, you will be able to have life back to normal by July 4th. How many, if you'll raise your hands, how many remember that date? Now, all of a sudden, it's been pushed back to Christmas. And as more Americans are vaccinated each day, these vaccine credentials, commonly called vaccine passports, could be key to a return to normalcy by the end of the year. That the ultimate product should be free, private, and safe from being duplicated or forged. Okay, so to me, by CNN putting this on their website, is telling people, <coughs> you can trust this in the future because they're going to tell you they're going to make it safe and etc. Okay, now, I would like for you to listen a little bit to her press meeting today. People from getting on the plane if they have decided not to get a vaccine. Well, we're going to provide guidance, just as we have through the CDC. Uh, there's currently um, an interagency process that is looking at many of the questions around vaccine verification. And that issue will touch many agencies, as ver verification is an issue that will potentially touch many sectors of society, as you have certainly alluded to. Um, that's guidance we'll provide. We expect, as, as Andy Slavitt, I think, alluded to, that uh, a determination or development of a vaccine passport or whatever you want to call it uh, will be driven by the private sector. Ours will more be focused on guidelines that can be used as a basis. And uh, there are a couple key principles that we are working from. One is that there will be no centralized universal federal vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential. Second, we want to encourage an open marketplace with a variety of private sector companies and nonprofit coalitions developing solutions. And third, we want to drive the market toward meeting public interest goals. So we'll leverage our resources uh, to ensure that all vaccination credential systems meet key standards, whether that's universal accessibility, affordability, availability, both digitally and on paper. Uh, but those are our standards. It's currently going through an interagency process. We'll make some recommendations and then uh, we believe it will be driven by the private sector. And when do you anticipate those guidelines will come out? I don't have a timeline to provide uh, you at this point, but it's obviously something we're working through uh, and we want to provide that clarity to the public. Go ahead. Uh, I want to talk about George Floyd. Uh, will the president... Okay, see what I mean about the centralized, okay? Okay, so she said that uh, the vaccine passport or whatever you want to call it will be driven by the private sector. Ours will be more focused on guidelines that can be used as a basis, which means, in other words, the, ones that, the one that we roll out will be the big one probably for all the other countries, basis. And there are a couple of key principles that we are working from. One is that there will be no centralized universal federal vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential. So I'm wanting to show you, Brad, that they are very, very meticulous with their words, but you have to understand what they mean. 
Second, we want to encourage an open marketplace with a variety of private sector companies and non-profit, listen to this, coalitions developing solutions. Non-profits. Okay, and third, we want to drive the market toward meeting public interest goals. So we'll leverage our resources to ensure that all vaccination credential systems meet key standards, whether that's universal accessibility. See right there, universal acceptability. I'm telling you, Brian, I'm going to prove it to you here. But through my research, they're going to have to do it universal because they have done merge globally. So everything is global. There is no more of this America first in the way that it's been presented by people. There is no more America like that. Everything is merged. So they have to do everything universal and global. Okay, so affordability, availability, both digitally and on paper. But those are our standards. It's currently going through an interagency process, which you now have heard what the interagency is. The Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health and Human Services, the Department of Transportation, etc. We'll make some recommendations and then we believe it will be driven by the private sector. And then I thought right there, bam, there is your buy and sell. That's it. Because they will be the ones to control everything buying or selling. Okay, let's continue. So she mentioned the word centralized. What is centralized? Well, number one, it is a clear chain of command. Number two, it is a focused vision. Number three, it is reduced cost. Number four, quick implementation of decisions. This is according to corporatefinanceinstitute.com. Okay, now, uh, which basically means, in short, it means uh, where it's not centered around one country, but it's actually global. Decentralized means it's universal, it's global. Centralized means like just within the United States and central. So decentralized means uh, many different stakeholders. That's the best way to put it. Stakeholders are there. Okay. So let's move to this one. Vaccination credential initiative. This is according to vaccinationcredential.org. The vaccination credential initiative is a voluntary coalition of public and private organizations committed to empowering individuals with access to a trustworthy and verifiable copy of their vaccination records in digital or paper form using open interoperable standards. The scope of the V credential in initiative is to harmonize the standards and produce the implementation guides needed to support the issuance of verifiable health credentials signed clinical data bound to an individual identity. Individuals can then use those verifiable credentials for medical purposes and to demonstrate their health status to safely return to work, school, travel, and look at there, life, life. 
And I want you to look, Brad, these are all the companies that are involved in this, the big ones. The Commons Project, UN. Look at that logo on the Commons Project. With the C, with the built-in uh, red there, the change with the triangle, with the bottom dropped out of it. All of this. The broken circle and the, cer the Cerner and then the triangle there in the safe, all this Oracle, etc. Okay, let's go back here. So basically, did you notice, Brad, how it said right here, they are working to harmonize. Harmonize the standards. <clears throat> All right, so let's see if I can get my mouse over here. Okay, vaccination credential initiative continued. Individuals inoculated for COVID-19 need convenient access and control of their immunization records to safely return to work, school, events, and travel. The primary aim of VCI is to enable individuals to access a trustworthy and verifiable copy of their vaccination records in digital or paper form. To achieve this purpose, participating organizations commit. All right, are you hearing this word? They're these organizations are committing to implementing testing and refining the smart health cards framework. What did I tell you about that word framework? This is building, building back better. They are building a whole new world right in front of people who are not even paying attention. It is building and this is their version of a better world. Within their sphere of influence and will also commit to providing vaccination records directly to citizens if such records are in their stewardship. They may also be called upon to assist in other ways as necessary to ensure the success of the initiative. To ensure that convenient access to records crosses the digital divide and does not exasperate the health inequities, those without smartphones could receive paper printed with QR codes containing W3C verifiable credentials. But, Bride, I declare to you that that will be short-lived. But in the beginning, they definitely want you to feel safe and feel comfortable with uh, just having this. And they're going to ease society into this, Bride. Just like the way that for a year they've got everybody used to the mask and then they got everybody used to standing six feet apart. You know, they're going to ease all this in. Okay, let's continue. Okay, Smart Cards Frameworks website, smarthealth.cards. This implementation guide provides a framework for health cards with a short-term goal to enable a consumer to receive a CV vaccination or lab results 
and present these results to another party in a verifiable manner. Key use cases include conveying point-in-time infection status for returning to workplace and travel. This approach should also support documentation of immunization status and other health details. Because we must ensure end user privacy and because health cards must work across organizational and jurisdictional boundaries. See, this is what I was telling you about them being all over the world. The jurisdictional means anywhere in the world. Okay, let's see, where was I at? We are building on international open standards. And looky here, decentralized infrastructure. What is that? Decentralized infrastructure. It means global. So when our White House tells you, oh, we're not doing a, a global centralized uh, data. Yeah, because they're doing decentralized. See how it's a play on words? Okay, so I wanted to show you that. All right, let's continue. How does smart card work? Well, user retrieves their health card. In this step, the user learns that a new health card is available. Okay, they can get it, look, by text message or email notification or by in-wallet notification. For FHIR enabled users for that certain in wallet. Okay, they can get it through a file download. Look at this. A file download. Uh, that right there caused me to pause because if you can do a file download, how do we know you can't do a file download with the nanobots? Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay, next. To facilitate this workflow, the issuer can include a link to help the user download the credentials directly from a login protected page in the issuer patient portal. The file shall be served with a smart health card file extension and shall be provided with a MIME type of application, smart health card, e.g. web servers shall include content type application smart health card as an http response containing a health card so the healthwallet.app can be configured to recognize this extension and or meme type now let me tell you something how many remembers me showing you that on the uh, moderna website it says that they are installing an app on the inside of you. How many remembers that? Well, if that is correct, the way we understand an app, okay, meaning that they, they will be able to upload, download, install, all that stuff. Okay, yes. Okay, so you can get it via a QR code, print or scan. Alternatively, issuers can make the health card available embedded in a QR code, for instance, 
printed on a paper-based vaccination record or after-visit summary document. Finally, the health wallet asks the user if they want to save any and all supplied credentials. The FHIR health cards issue operation, and that has to do with uh, the health card uh, app in your bank. Okay. All right, now, this actually comes from their website. This is a public uh, PowerPoint that they have out there. So here we go. All right, this is their legit from their website information. All right, so we're going to examine this a minute. Vaccination Credential Initiative. Okay, I just want to tell you, Brad, the last time I did anything about a passport coming, YouTube took it down. So I'm encouraging you, if you can, to stay and watch this as much as you can today because I don't know if they will keep it up uh, because they, you know, for some reason, you know, they shut this down. Okay, here we go. Vaccination Credential Initiative. All right, an initiative of U.S. vaccine stakeholders. We've learned what that is. All right. Here is all their collaborative partners, the ones that I showed you right there. Okay, their agenda, COVID, the longer view, the credential initiative, mission and use cases, standards. See what it is, is they just had a meeting earlier this month, and this is the PowerPoint from their meeting. I found it on their website. Okay, Eric Topol, I don't know who this is, but he says the United States pandemic outlier, 4% of the world population, 20% of the deaths, 30% of vaccine doses administered. Okay. All right, the longer view. Available COVID-19 vaccines provide a long a line of sight by extinguishing human uh, transmission and stopping the pandemic by achieving and maintaining high vaccine coverage approximately 75 to 80% in populations. Achieving high vaccine coverage is dependent on a complex set of requirements, including vaccine supply, logistics for vaccination, access and demand for vaccination, and is a global scale challenge, not just a single country. There you have it. All right. There are three other largely unknown factors that could affect the difficulty in the timelines in achieving and maintaining high effective vaccine coverage, and each of these are vaccine-specific uncertainties. One, uncertain effectiveness of vaccines' ability to prevent asymptomatic infection and risk transmission. Two, Unknown duration of vaccine protection for symptomatic and asymptomatic infections. Three, emergence of this viral variant, which may escape vaccine protection. Now, I saw a report today where there are people that are still getting this V after they receive the V. Now, if that is not a terrifying thought, I don't know what is. Because you warn and warn, and they still do it, and it still may not protect them. Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay, but I mean, it has happened to some people, but they're saying it right here, too. 
Okay, here's the initiative. The scope of the vaccine credentialing initiative is to harmonize the standards and produce the implementation guides needed to support signed clinical data bound to an individual identity. The initial use case is to enable a user to access a signed copy of their clinical data in a standard format that can then be shared with another entity, such as an airline, hotel, school, business, or event organizer. That entity can verify that the identity matches their records and that that data is intact. Then they can do whatever they want with it, such as embed within a boarding pass or an ID badge. The attached diagram illustrates the VCI scope, production of the smart health card. The upper right-hand corner of the first slide, other components such as wallets, verifiers, and, and identity proofing are out of scope. There is no charge for use of the VCI-created standards and implementation guides. No one entity holds IP rights to the work or can claim control over its use. Verifiers following these specifications have, by the way the specs are designed, a freely available path to validating signatures with no prearrangement or transactional cost. In other words, verifiers can validate signatures on a health card using only publicly available resources. In other words, the openly published web accessible files. So it is uh, a smart pass. So I am telling you the nitty gritty bride. I am telling you about the inside workings of what this actually is. I am telling you the inside information of how they are building this. I am showing you the framework. Do you understand? Now, listen, Brad, I have taught you so much over the past six months that when you hear these people talking, this is why I do the news and things the way that I do because you need to be empowered. When these people are talking, you need to understand their language. Okay, so let's continue. All right, so the general membership added to the mailing list, eligible to attend monthly general. Okay, this is for them working groups. This is how their group looks like here. The general membership, health, health plans, registries, technologies, and implementers. All right. Mission and use cases. Look at this. Okay, so you have the hospital, pharmacy, lab, health plan, and registry. Then you have, oh, that scared me. The data sources and issuers. It's terrible for somebody listening to music that loud, isn't it? Can you hear it? Ooh. Okay, so data sources and issuers, which is what? The enterprise IT platforms, which are these people, Oracle, Microsoft, Salesforce, Epic, and CERN. Oh, I'm sorry, Cerner. 
Okay, and then Smart Health Card Verifiable Credentials right here. Okay, so it may be, look here, through the paper or through an API. Now, let me explain the API. Okay, the API is the digital side of it. Okay, so it's how it is going to be converted into digital language how it is going to be installed, whether it's into an app, whether it's inside of you into the Internet of Bodies, or whether it is done into a chip or a patch or whatever. It is an API. Like whenever I am connecting my website to social media, you have to use an API. You know, it's like the code, a connection code. Okay, and then it shows like the health pass with a verifiable verifier platforms these are where like if you go look how they have a church on there isn't that funny a church a hospital to go on a transportation a boat or whatever and look you got these cogs and what do the cogs mean bride the cogs is the fourth industrial revolution that means bio yes it does what was on President Trump's uh, coin for the Abraham Accords? Remember the cogs? Remember how it was next to the heartbeat? It represents the bio, which means the human part of it. All right, let's continue. Okay, standards and technologies. VCI is building two core specifications. The smart health cards enabling individuals with verifiable health data and smart health cards vaccination and testing. Apply smart health cards to vaccination and this. Okay, vaccination and testing IG. Okay, so the FHIR, which is what, Brad? It is the uh, digital code, okay? Implementation guide applies smart health cards framework to the V vaccination use case. Data profiling and minimization. Profiles for patient and immunization resources. Only disclose a minimum amount of information to verifier. Additional use cases and then the lab test. Okay, the CERNers work with VCI. Okay, participating in development of the Smart Health Card Framework and Vaccination and Testing IG. Smart Health Cards will be available through Ignite APIs for Millennium. I don't know what Millennium is. Planning to age 2021 rollout in U.S. Look at there. So they're planning a rollout. The rollout is this year. Look at that. All right, so... Provider perspective, okay, and that's just the people that is a part of this. Okay, early adopter of patient APIs implementation site collaborated for Common Health. Okay, this is his credentials. Okay, can we make a patient's immunization record available digitally? Immunizations are already available via the patient access API. Equity considerations behind requiring a digital passport for travel, entertainment, etc. Non-digital options, PDF of barcode, though does not address fully. 
technical build requirements. Will our EHR vendor build this or will it be custom? Okay, so this is uh, some questions that they have for their people. Okay, let's go through here. Status. Working with the VCI team on advancing the smart health card standard through regular meetings, email, and chat. Many important considerations raising so far. So basically, the multi-stakeholder, not-for-profit, and transparent approach to VCI has been effective in moving towards consensus. Now, the reason they're saying that about consensus is moving toward everybody agreeing to this agenda. Because <clears throat> when they say not-for-profit, you're talking churches here. We're talking churches, organizations, they're getting everyone involved. This is why, Bride, everything has come down to the wire and you see these ministers turning. Because this is all rolling out right now. Okay, so working towards understanding whether it will make sense for our organization to digitally sign health record data for our patients, okay? There's their website, vaccinationcredential.org, smarthealth.cards, and then the build is their website for the building, okay? All right, and here we go now. Back to mine. What is a smart card framework, and what is centralized and decentralized? Okay, now this guy does a pretty good uh, coverage of this topic, so we're going to listen to him for just a few minutes. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining this session uh, on an area that I've been digging into increasingly over uh, the last year or so, which is uh, decentralized identifiers and verifiable credentials. And what I would like to do with the next half hour or so is give you a sense of some of the challenges that I see in this space and then a view onto some of the emerging technologies. Uh, and so I'm going to use this framework to talk through what I see uh, as some of the primary challenges. Uh, try to give you a sense of how this problem breaks down. Uh, but to say a little bit about the root cause, and this is something that I think all of us have as a consumer experience out there on the web. Every time we begin a new conversation uh, with an organization or another individual or system on the web, every time that relationship starts from a blank slate. So this could be me as a patient starting a new account with a new healthcare provider. Uh, or with a new insurance company. We're trying to get my relationship with my insurance Okay, Brad, I just thought about this. I am going to uh, put this up on the website and uh, along with this video, so you will be able to watch this guy, okay? Because I don't really want to bore you with, you know, I'm a detail-oriented person, but you may not be. So what I will do is I will uh, create a... Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. I'll create uh, a story on the website, and you'll be able to click on this and watch this. It is very interesting. Okay, so let's go to the next deal. Now, the reason I got kicked off of YouTube is because of a show that you is still uh, not on this one, but it's on our Vimeo. You can still check it out. Because uh, praise God, Vimeo has not cut me off any time. Uh, but you will see what they're doing with uh, the big eyes green deal. Okay. Now with these people, you cannot say their name. 
So I'm going to have to speak code here. Okay, so uh, on this website it says, when this is according to the Jerusalem Post. Okay, this is their website explaining how their pass works. It says, where can I get my green passport? It says, the passport can be downloaded via the Traffic Light smartphone application, the Health Ministries Traffic Light website, or via the Ministry Call Center. Now, I want you to notice, Brian, that it is through what? The Transportation Traffic Light app. So, all that you see out on the infrastructure is all connected to the beast. This is why, if you're paying attention to the interstate system, they have been installing these new lights all on the interstate with big metal poles. And the reason is, is because they are connected, like even if it's one small little camera at the top, they will have it on some big metal pole. And the reason is, is because of the wires that goes down through that pipe and connects under the ground to the Internet of Things. So that's why uh, these cameras, when you go by, they are connected. They can scan you and immediately tell who is in that car and everything. There, Listen, because of the technology that we have now, there is no more of, oh, I don't really have a clear picture of who that is. No. They can instantly tell within thousands of people who everybody is. That is the way the technology is now. So they will be able to scan you and read everything right there. So when you think about how over in the big eye country, they have uh, this connected to their transportation traffic light. I think that should tell you a lot because we have been talking about the interstate infrastructure that's been changing. And remember me telling you, Brad, how a lot of these poles look like they have drones on the top of them that looks like all they have to do is lift straight up and take off after you. That's what these lights look like. I'd love to do a whole show on infrastructure one day. Maybe I can. Okay, so, oh, and by the way, if you know of a worker who is in that industry that would be willing to be interviewed, I would love to interview him. Maybe we could do that in a show where he can explain what is that thing? Why are they building it like this? I would love to know their uh, system. Okay. Now, how do I use the app? Download the app to your Apple or Android phone. Update your personal details, including personal ID number or passport number, phone number, and birthday. Confirm that the information is correct and a code will be sent to your phone. Input the code to confirm. The application will verify for your staff and present you with an animated green passport. And what about through the website? On the website, update your personal details and you will be issued with a 
printable green passport certificate that includes a scannable QR code. Unlike the vaccinated and recovering card, this is a high security code with a digital signature, Kaiser explained. We have consulted with quite a few information security consultants to issue a secure green passport. People who call the hotline can have the passport sent to them via email, text, or even snail mail. Okay, let's continue. Now, how will establishments check if I'm allowed to enter? When you arrive at a store, the reason I'm showing you this bribe because this is going to be us in a few months probably. Okay? Uh, when you arrive at a store or other places of business, you will be asked to present your green passport. The printout can be presented for scanning or the app can be opened and the digital confirmation presented. You will be asked to present your ID card too. Business owners can scan the QR code on your certificate via the application but not using other standard scanning apps. Okay. So where does that leave us Americans? Well, some sort of ID is coming along with a pass. I believe they are going to start out soft and then add cool things as we go along. They are going to do this as a UN goal. They've all merged data together through normalization. They will have a global ID and pass mixed together, which will be in bio form. This ID is connected to the V that is going around now. This is the catalyst to the final mark because the final mark is going to be uh, this, because if you don't have the V, you're not going to be able to get this. It is all together, Brad. If you do not have this, the government may not make it mandatory, but the World Economic Forum through the public-private partnerships will, thus no buying or selling. It appears that the one that the businesses will squeeze you. So there you have it, folks. There it is. So thus, the passport is coming. Now, I am going to uh, see, let's see. I am going to try to do something. Okay, let's see. All right, Brad, listen. I just received an email from President Trump, and it has to do with this. So, let's check this out. All right, so let me get my emails up here. I know I'm showing you a blank screen right now. Hold on just a second. All right, let's see how I can pop this out somehow. 
it here it is now let's see if i can drag this up i just got this so i'm <clears throat> not organized <clears throat> hold on brad Okay, you know, I have a Mac now, so I'm learning this system. Um, how can I make this big without you seeing all my other emails? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> hold it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm busted now. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to cover up my emails. This is funny. I am busted. Okay, boy, this is weird. It won't let me. Okay, well, let's just read it here. It is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, let's see here. Okay, this just came in. This is hot off the press. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States. I wish I could minimize this, and I can't. Ah. Oh. Lord, help me. I'll have to learn how to do this. But anyway, all right. Uh, based on the their interviews, I felt it was time to speak up about Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks. Yeah, don't y'all look at my emails over there. <laughs> I am busted. <laughs> okay, good. You can't see it. Good. Thank you. All right, let me check. <laughs> let me check on Facebook. I just want to make sure y'all can't see all my emails on Facebook. <laughs> okay, but anyway, uh, based on their interviews, I felt it was time to speak up about Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, two self-promoters trying to reinvent history to cover for their bad instincts and faulty recommendations, which I fortunately almost always overturned. Wow. Shocker. Shock-a-roo. He would overturn Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks? He's not even a doctor. They had bad policy decisions that would have left our country open to China and others, closed to reopening our economy, and years away from an approved vaccine, putting millions of lives at risk. What the world? We developed American vaccines by an American president. What a joke. These vaccines are not American, Brad. I can tell you this. They came from the big eye. What a farce. What a farce. Okay, let's continue. We developed American vaccines by an American president in record time. 
nine months, which is saving the entire world. We bought billions of dollars of these vaccines on a calculated bet that they would work. Perhaps the most important bet in the history of the world. Well, how do you like that, Brian, that he is betting over the soul, betting over the souls, that he is betting over the health of the Americans? What a world. Okay. Um, and then he's bragging about spending billions of dollars. Bet that they would work perhaps the most important bet in the history of the world. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Bergs moved far too slowly. And if it were up to them, we would currently be locked in our basements as, <laughs> as our country suffered through a financial depression. What the world? Families and children in particular would be suffering the mental strains of a disaster like never before. In a fake interview last night on CNN, Dr. Fauci, who said he was an athlete in college but couldn't throw a baseball even close to home, <laughs> he is so cruel. Oh my goodness. It was a roller. <laughs> tried to take credit for the vaccine when in fact he said it would take three to five years and probably longer to have it approved. Dr. Fauci was incapable of pressing the FDA to move it through faster. I, listen to this, I was the one to get it done. And even the fake news media knows and reports this. Dr. Fauci is also the king of flip-flops and moving the goalpost to make himself look as good as possible. Oh, that is so sad. He fought me so hard because he wanted to keep our country open to countries like China. See, that right there, Brad, is racist. I mean, people can take that as racist rhetoric. I closed it against his strong recommendation, which saved many lives. Dr. Fauci also said we didn't need to wear a mask. Then a few months later, he said we needed to wear a mask, and now two or three months, two or three of them. Fauci spent U.S. money on the Wuhan lab in China, and we know how that worked out. Well, okay, let's just see something right here, because I'm going to call out the president on this one. All right, Mr. President. All right here, sir. Let's see. I haven't read this document. So what I want to know is, okay, since you're coming down on Dr. Fauci, what I want to know is, is what are you going to say about the million dollars that the big eye country that you are so devoted to turned around and gave Dr. Fauci last month? What about it, sir? What about it? You're thinking he's so bad. Let's, let's see. He may bust him out. Let's see here. Dr. Birds is a proven liar. Oh, my goodness. With very little credibility left, many of her recommendations were viewed as pseudoscience. Bride, you don't know what happens to people when he does this. It is, it is like he's taking a sword and chopping them to pieces. You don't know the death threats and everything that come to these people because of his mouth.
I'm I'm telling you the horribleness of his language is and Dr. Fauci would always talk negatively about her. What? He just busted out Dr. Fauci? No, he didn't. And in fact, would ask not to be in the same room with her. Oh, that is terrible. The states who followed her lead, like California, had worse outcomes on COVID and ruined the lives of countless children because they could not go to school, ruined many businesses, and an untold number of Americans who were killed by the lockdown themselves. Can you believe he is blaming this on a woman? This is pathetic. Knowing that they're all in this together. What is he doing this for? This makes no sense. (sighs) Dr. Burks was a terrible medical advisor, which is why I seldom followed her advice. Her motto should be, do as I say, not as I do. Wow. Who can forget when Dr. Burks gave a huge mandate to the people of our nation to not travel and then traveled a great distance to see her family for Thanksgiving. Yeah, she did get in trouble over that. Yeah, knives in the back is right, Sherry. That is right. Uh, Let's see here. Only to have them call the police and turn her in since then, embarrassingly for her, resigned. I'm telling you, Brad, this woman, he has ruined her life. She, this woman is done for. Because he, the way he's talking about her, I can't imagine what this woman's going through, man. Finally, Dr. Berg says she can't hear very well, but I can. There was no very difficult phone call other than Dr. Berg's policies that would have led us directly into a COVID-caused depression. She was a very negative voice who didn't have the right answers. Time has proven me correct. I only kept Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks on because they worked for the U.S. government for so long. They are like a bad habit. Wow. Wow. What a farce. Ugh. God help our country. That's Brad. I am telling you, God help us all. Lord have mercy. Well, Brad, that's all I have for you today. What a farce we are in <laughs> right now. I am telling you what. One thing for sure, the passport is coming. It is definitely coming. So, uh, y'all need to get... Oh, Lord, he just sent another email. No, he didn't. Oh, it's the same one. I got the same email, okay?
what the world. Well, Brad, you need to get ready because the way I look at it is like this. We are coming down to some serious, serious decisions. So if if you choose not to do it, you won't be if you don't if you choose not to be in this agenda, you will not be able to buy or sell. I mean that is this is what they're wanting right there. So the rubber has met the everlasting road, my brothers and sisters. They're saying it's going to come out this year. Um, I don't know what to say, except we just got to make sure. We got to make sure we're right with Jesus. If there's anybody that's watching this broadcast and this gives you fear, you just need to make sure you're right with Jesus because none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. But our salvation with Jesus is guaranteed. Our salvation with Jesus is the most important thing we have on the earth right now. Do you hear me? And you know, I just want to say this publicly. I had somebody kind of, you know, harp on me on YouTube about why do you do this? Here we are at the end of days. And you're just telling us negative news all the time. I'm like, woman. Do you not watch these? And do you not follow my Bible studies? I do every morning. Okay, first of all, let me just say this publicly. I am obeying the Lord like I pray you're obeying the Lord. We know the Titanic is sinking. Myself, I would much rather be, if you watch that movie, The Titanic, I would much rather be in the bed with my grandbabies as the water comes up. I'd much rather be with my family, you know, uh, just loving on them with the little bit of time that we have left. But God has me helping the masses, just like those preachers that were standing there preaching until the water overtook them. And that's what I feel like I'm doing, because you know what? Uh, That's exactly what's happening. Our country is at the point of no return. The United States of America that we have always known and loved is gone. It will never, ever return again. These people are lying to you when they try to tell you that there is a chance for it to come back. There is not. This is it. So... This deal with the V, I can hear some of you say, well, why in the world would you ever think that this would be the end? You know, why would you think uh, that this is it? Because it, it fulfills every bit of our biblical prophecies. It does every last bit of it. And I'll never forget too, Brad, when I wrote in my book, And let me show y'all this real quick. No, I don't want y'all seeing my emails again. (laughs) Let me me take y'all to my site. Okay. Uh, You know, 
this, this conclusion that I've come to, okay, uh, is based on my years of research, which is why I wrote these four books and released them last year. It took me two years to write them, which tells you the entire scenario of where we're at right now. Everything I wrote in that book is coming to pass, Brad. God, when I was writing this book, The Mark of the Beast, uh, I was in London in 2012 when their transportation department had the RFID chip on display talking about how everything in the future is going to be connected to the Internet of Things and how everything will be connected, including your money. So I ended up writing the college paper on it and I presented it that it was the mark of the beast. And the Lord told me, he said, do you know why that's the mark of the beast? I'm like, why? He said, because it will uh, connect you to the beast. See, right now we are the bride of Christ. We are bought with a price. Our bodies are not our own. We are, we are connected to heaven on the heavenly vine. But if we connect to the beast, that vine gets cut. And it's, it's that simple. Because then you are marrying the beast. You become one. How do you become one? You become one inseparable. You are connected. And so now, all these years later, look. Back then, he put me in London to show it the plan, the big plan of it. And then seven years later, put me in the White House to show me it coming in. I was there one year, was able to get an inside look at every God took me straight to the top. And because of my experience of all that and traveling the country, I was able to finish those four books last year in 2020 and release them right at the time when this agenda started and everything is coming to pass just like what's in them books so this is how i'm able to do these broadcasts and tell you with full assurity what i'm seeing even though it is totally opposite of what the mainstream media is telling you so I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do this. I don't know what their plans are or whatever, but I know that as long as God keeps the door open, you know, God has given me unmerited favor with the White House. You would, <laughs> Brad, you wouldn't think so either. You wouldn't think so, but God has. And not only that, we got a promotion this year. So now we have more information of different departments. So now I'm just praying, God, give me help so we can get the information out there. But it's very important, Brad, that you do have the information because you need to be able to tell your friends, you need to go talk to your pastor immediately. And I need to write an article on this about how to talk to your pastor because these pastors are being paid off. You need to ask them. Are you receiving money from FEMA? Are you, are you getting AI from FEMA? Are you getting money for AI? Are you going to use your facility for this? 
Are you partnering with this agenda? And one of the ways that you'll be able to know bride is by their logo. That's why my conference this weekend, I'm doing a session on Friday actually about logos because a lot of these ministries are changing their logos and you're able to tell that they are working with the build back better. I'll show you one real quick. I showed you the other day. And this one is a well-known NARA person. Uh, what's his name? Randy something. Oh, what was his website, Randy? Do y'all remember what his website was? I showed you the other day, Randy something. Uh, he had a big G on there. Y'all remember Randy C. Let me look on YouTube. What was that website, y'all? Clark, that's it. Randy Clark, that's it. Okay, here we go. All right, so he's a big Nara guy. So let's look at his logo, Randy Clark. Global Awakening. We did a, a whole show on this. Well, we, we featured this in one of them. And this right here is a clear build back better. You got the light blue like the UN. You got the lines through it like the World Council of Churches. Let me show you. World Council of Churches. Excuse me. They're uh, ecumenical. See right there? They're ecumenical. And sure enough, when we went through his website, uh, no, not this one, but he is a part of that, but it was the uh, International Religious Freedom Ministerial. That's it. Okay, when you look at their images, at their logo, see right here, the lines, that is a clue of ecumenism. So when you went through his website, sure enough, it's all up in there. He is ecumenical to the bone. But you need to look, I'm just using that as an example, but you need to look at their logos because their logos will tell you a lot. Okay, like if you look at Franklin, Jensen Franklin, Jensen Franklin. All right, you know, he is a President Trump's man, so let's look at his logo. Jensen Franklin logo okay there's that but his kingdom connection a lot of the kingdom stuff you'll see with the crown i told y'all that jf see his is a lot of that black and white like uh what was his the bridge oh there it is um that's his logo and you see that a lot with the Build Back Better logos. They are broken. You'll see they're like broke like this with the F. That's his logo. The circle. 
which is the circular economy with the F. I think his church was free something. Jensen Franklin Church. Free chapel, that's it. Okay. Okay, and then let's do the logo. See, a lot of his is done in the black and white and with the broken... But you'll see that just go to your church's logo and you will see. If they have changed their image in the past two years and they have changed their logo that looks like a, a, um, well, Teddy, they may have been good at one time, but when they connect to a rotten vine, it is not good. And then go follow and see what he says now about the vaccine. See what he says now about this agenda. I'm trying to tell you, go talk to your pastor and ask them. Because you need to know how they're connected. Because as we're studying, even today, we were studying Isaiah. Isaiah 1 through 5. If you are connected to a rotten vine, you will get that same judgment. You need to check your connections because we are here in judgment, Brad. We're here in judgment and we're getting ready. I mean, the rubber has hit the road. These people are coming forward and they are, they're showing you their allegiances. So I'm just telling you, I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do. Uh, but I'm just trying to help you. All right, Brad. Well, listen, y'all have a great day. And I pray that God blesses you greatly. And if you don't know Jesus, let's bow our heads right now. And I want to pray with you because I had a lady here call today and I was able to lead her to Jesus. And it just gave me such a warm feeling. And I want to do this as much as I possibly can because there may be somebody watching uh, that needs Jesus or either you're not sure that you are saved. And you want to make sure because you know this is it. This is the end, and you need to make sure you are ready to meet Jesus. All right, so let's bow our head. Here we go. Lord, I pray for everyone watching, no matter where they're at, no matter what country they're in, no matter what race they are, no matter what religion they are, no matter how they feel, I pray for them. I come against any oppression and depression on their life. I come against any wrath, indignation, or murder in their hearts. I come against anger and, and bitterness in their hearts. I pray you heal them. Lord, I pray that they would have an encounter with you, Lord, that they would know in their hearts, Lord, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords of their life and that they would have a revelation of who you are. Lord, we can preach all day long. But until you reveal yourself, Lord, that is how they know when it is personal. It is not religion. It is a personal relationship. So, Lord, I just lead them to the cross right now, Lord. I just pray that your blood would flow over all of us right now, Lord. And I just plead the blood of Jesus over everyone listening and watching this broadcast. 
So if you are there and you would like to ask the Lord to come in your heart and you want to change your life and give it to him, let's pray. Just repeat after me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you are my Savior. And I believe that you are the only way to God and to heaven. And I surrender all. I choose to give you my body. I choose to give you my heart. I choose to give you my hopes and dreams. I choose to give you my children, my family, my loved ones, and everything that I am, I give it to you. I want to know you. And I want to be used by you. Heal me, Lord. Deliver me and set me free. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Fill me with your joy today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Bride, if that was you, and you received Jesus in your heart, and you got set free today, I want you to write me. I want you to write us at info, not the news one, but write this one to info at watb.tv. If you moderators would put that in the room for the chat rooms, please, that's info at watb.tv. Put it on the subject line. I got saved during the broadcast. I got healed during the broadcast. Put it in there. I would love to share your story. So um, I do want to share one quick little testimony. That woman that called me today was talking about how she's been listening to me and watching me for a year now. And uh, it was awesome to be able to hold hands with her and to lead her to Jesus here in the end. It's a, It was an honor. And so she talked about her family and what she's going through in her family. Bride, this, this is real. I mean, there's a lot of people out here that are hurting and we need to, you know, uh, be sensitive, you know, that although this is the news, this is a ministry, you know, and our, our main goal is to equip you with the knowledge that you need to help others to be able to inform them to avoid this uh, situation here, if you know what I'm saying, without me coming out and saying the MOTB, okay? So I appreciate all of you, and uh, I want to ask you, Bride, if I can have off tonight. Usually I do the uh, fireside chat, but because I'm do I've got the conference this weekend, 
I need to go home and prepare for my conference, so I'm not going to do the fireside chat tonight, okay? Uh, and then I will do the uh, Bible study in the morning, and then Brock will do it on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And then we're going to have to take off for a week from that because we've got uh, people coming in from everywhere, and we've got a you know a conference we got to do and stuff. So I appreciate you, Brian, and I pray that y'all have a good evening. God bless. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God's serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ. Preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride, Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation, days, and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. Explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions. Exposes the one world religion agenda. Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American Quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Jews' books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book, please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.